welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you choosing to listen to the podcast because that's why it's here. That's why I do it. Now, I want to share today about this weird thing that I have started noticing that I now do that I absolutely attribute to my mindfulness practice and it's not something that I expected. I'm happy about it but it is it's a bit weird and sometimes catches me um, by surprise and so I want to share it in case it's another I guess way to encourage you to consider exploring if mindfulness meditation might be something that would benefit you. I am increasingly realizing how much of a strong mindfulness meditation advocate that I have become and I think it's something that I am going to do more and more with because I'm just starting to realize how central it has been to my evolution, my road back from burnout and feeling very unhappy and frustrated in my work and I feel like I want to share more of that and I want more and more people to consider taking it up as a practice. Anyway, more on that another time. So I first started doing mindfulness or was introduced to mindfulness as a practice when I was really not happy at work. I was, I was stressed, I think, but at first I don't think I even recognized that I was stressed. It's weird that I think my body knew and my body was trying to tell me by making me sick all the time, but I intellectually didn't necessarily say I was stressed. I was just busy. And it's interesting looking back, I guess, with hindsight and realizing that that was kind of part of what was going on was that my body's going, hey, this is not so cool. Hey, maybe you should slow down. Hey, maybe you're going the wrong direction. But I was just in so busy project mode that I didn't want to listen. And eventually, obviously, my head caught up with my feedback from my body and I started actually asking myself, hmm, maybe I'm not so happy and maybe this isn't a good choice for me. But it was back in 2014, I went to, so I was still working in my corporate job at that time, I went to a mindful leadership conference to over two days and it was really great. I really enjoyed it. I loved being around people that were into the same sort of things as me. They were generally ambitious people, but who also wanted to explore this concept of mindfulness and did it have a place in, in work life, etc. And that's when I really, I guess, was introduced to meditation in a formal kind of way. And then it was the following year where I had been diagnosed with severe adrenal fatigue. I tried cutting my hours back and that was an epic failure for me anyway and uh, decided to quit my job. So in 2015, I resigned and it sort of is interesting, but I literally, it coincided. I think I finished this week and the following week just happened to be 
when I started the training of the MBSR course, which is a mindfulness-based stress reduction course designed by John Kabat-Zinn, who's largely regarded as the grandfather of mindfulness meditation in a non-religious setting. And really, since I did that eight-week course, I have had what I call a daily-ish practice pretty much ever since. And part of what they cover in the course, which I have to admit, I remember feeling confused about how does this fit in exactly? I'm not really joining the dots between mindfulness and this thing that you're talking about, but I'm really starting to see and feel the impact of this parallel practice, which is called loving kindness. Through, and I'll talk to you in a second about what that actually is and how it works. But I just remember feeling initially like, oh, what's this? It feels a little bit, I don't know, soft and squishy or something. I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain, but my response was a bit like, oh, really? And I guess that is reflective of the zone that I was in at, at that time was very driven and maybe I just wasn't really connecting to my emotional side a little bit more or... I don't know, I think I was just very disconnected in a lot of ways back then. So the practice is called Loving Kindness and Sharon Salzberg, who is one of the main or most, I don't know how to describe, I guess she's um, a dedicated in promoting this particular type of practice. And she says that when people are conflicted, just like I was, with kind of going, oh, what's this about and why do I have to do it and all that kind of thing and isn't it just a bit like, you know, gushy, lovey-dovey. She says don't observe necessarily what's happening during the practice itself. Observe what happens in your life and that will show you or tell you whether or not it's a practice worth continuing. So I was curious. I guess I had my little journalistic uh, hat on at the time. I was like, okay, cool. If this is part of it, I'm going to give, give it a crap. So what this particular type of meditation is, is called loving kindness. And the way that it works is that you sort of systematically go through a process of wishing well to yourself and to others. And there's this, you know, there's some suggested little statements uh, and questions or intentions that you put out to, to yourself and to others that you know uh, really well and that you care about, to people that you don't know so well and to people that, you know, maybe are challenging for you and eventually to all living beings in the world. And that's where when I even find myself describing that, it feels a bit like, what are you talking about, you Fruit Loop hippie? But stay with me. So you go through this process and so that's part of what I've been doing and I don't do it every day. I go through phases of it. Oh, great. There's a chainsaw outside. I don't know if you can hear that. If you can hear the chainsaw outside, we're just going to wish the chainsaw person well. <laughs> I don't know if you'll be able to hear it. But this is where there's always lots going on in life, right? So you, loving kindness goes through this process of, you know, maybe three or four statements of wishing well to others. And another element of this was I read a book recently that has really stayed with me and given me another statement, which I am sort of using a little bit like a mantra of just trying to say to myself over and over as often as I remember. 
it's very much a positive affirmation of myself. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm not quite ready for that maybe at this point, maybe another podcast. So anyway, I've had both of these things kicking around. The loving kindness for a couple of years and that the more recent positive affirmation has probably been in the last couple of months. But the weird thing that I have noticed is when this comes to mind for me or I find myself in a situation responding in a certain way that surprises me. And this is not to say that I think that I was a super bitch in my past life or reality. But what I've been noticing is the way that I respond in certain circumstances, not all the time, but surprisingly often is in a much more loving kindness kind of way. And one of the first moments that I remember this happening and coming to mind and being shocked or surprised by it, and this may make me sound like I don't know, someone really snooty or something. I don't know. Anyway, Mick and I were on a holiday in Vietnam and we were staying in this really nice resort on the beach and having a very, I guess, relaxing holiday. And uh, we were having a, a massage in the, in the spa that they had there and the, the staff that were there doing the, the treatments and everything, lovely, beautiful um, local people, amazing. And I was laying there having this massage and I remember this moment and it just came to my brain from I don't know where but what it was was the loving kindness mantras or statements and I just was saying them to directing it to the woman that was doing my massage and so the statements you know some of them include may you be safe may you be happy May you be healthy. May you live with ease. And you just sort of repeat these phrases over and over, but with a real genuine intention of saying them with meaning. And I remember laying there and just involuntarily these these phrases came to mind directed at her. And it, it shocked me and surprised me. It was like one of those, whoa, okay. And I thought, oh, that, that's a good thing. That's, that's nice. That's a good thing. And just to be clear, these are phrases that were coming to mind that you repeat in your mind. You don't say out loud. I wasn't saying them to the woman in the massage room, just so you know. And then I remember another instance, which was probably from over a year ago, where I was in busy Sydney traffic and driving out to a client where I was doing some leadership training and, and coaching. And it was busy and, you know, you've probably been in busy traffic and you know what it's like and you can get a bit antsy. And I remember I was driving and all of a sudden this person uh, pulled into the lane in front of me. There was only just probably enough space between me and them and the car in front for them to get in. But obviously they'd realized they were in the wrong lane and they needed to move. And they pulled in and I had this moment where I just kind of, paused and took a you know literally I just took a breath in you know when you've been surprised by something like that and the this voice came to my head and what it said was oh yeah I've done that too and it again surprised me in terms of a response because it you know not that I would necessarily have participated in active road rage or whatever but 
for that to be my response in that moment surprised me and I was happy about it it was kind of like oh maybe something's shifting and then yesterday and I think that's why I decided to do this podcast about this topic because it's kind of I don't know it is a bit weird I guess to share but yesterday um, I went to the gym I went and did a yoga class which was really great and afterwards I went and did the food shopping and because of when the yoga class was and other things that sort of happened on Sundays, you know, I was flapping and I'd, I'd missed lunch. We'd had a late um, brunch kind of thing, so I hadn't had lunch. And I was a bit hungry. And uh, when I did the food shopping, I obviously got lots of bits and pieces, including a couple of packets of these gluten-free twisties, which Mick and I are both addicted to. And I really need to do something about breaking that habit. But anyway, I'd bought this, these twisties and other things. And as I was walking back to the car, I was thinking, oh, I'm feeling really hungry. Now I'm going to have those twisties. I'm going to open the packet in the car and eat some on the way home. And then the little mantra popped into my head as I was crossing the car park, the little positive affirmation about myself. And I just said it over and over and over, probably, I don't know, five times. And I got to the car and I put the um, shopping bags into the boot and I was about to reach in to get something to eat. And instead of getting the twisties, I got a banana and I ate a banana instead of the twisties. And again, it was a moment of kind of like, why did I make that choice? And I realize or I believe that it's because I was genuinely wishing myself well that it made me make in that split moment, it made me make a better choice. And again, it kind of freaked me out a little bit because it's a bit kind of woo woo it's so weird but it's I think it's great and so I wanted to share this because I don't know whether other people talk about this or not but for me it's a whole different element of benefit behind exploring a mindfulness practice and including loving kindness meditation into part of what you do and I just wanted to share that with you because that's part of the experience that I have had and I think it's helping me make more empowered choices in a default way rather than it having to be a really labored thing and I think that I'm enjoying that and I uh, wanted to share it with you in case it's something you want to explore and just a reminder for you I've recorded a free little series of meditations mindfulness meditations as a great introduction for you if you've not explored it before and you want to just check it out and there's a series of them that sort of build from one minute literally 60 seconds from one minute up to I think five minutes and you can get that at www.thetransitlounge.com forward slash one minute and it's the number one one minute and I'll put the link in the show notes as well in case that's something that you want to check out. And I just really encourage you to be curious and open and see. And that's what they say is, you know, don't just listen to what other people say, but try it out for yourself and see what happens. So that's it for today's episode. That's the weird thing that I have noticed happening since I started my mindfulness practice several years ago now. And uh, I'm going to finish this by using those loving kindness um statements of may you be safe may you be happy may you be healthy and may you live with ease have a great week 
Thanks for listening to the Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.